sometimes you can't stop the free fall. My last post, I Am Not a Prophet, originally ended with a lifeline out of free fall, the hammering out of a working method for overcoming that terrible dread when the bottom drops out and everything you thought solid suddenly turns to sand. I was toying with the idea that the recent turbulence I was feeling might not be personal, but instead somehow held in the wider collective, since the upshot of that essay was about psychic interconnection. But I trimmed that section and went a different direction with the article. In retrospect, it seems that I must have known deep down that I wasn't done with that runaway sense of loss, because I kept the image of sand running through a fist to illustrate that post, despite the fact that it doesn't make sense anymore now that I've trimmed the passage. I'm going to read you the trimmed passage now. Until then, I have a sense that as I wrestle with my life and stumble or rise in triumph, I carry and am carried along with others. This week, the bottom dropped out again. It had the feeling of freefall in anxiety, of slow dread and inevitable doom. Things I've stood solidly upon suddenly proved wobbly and began to slowly dissolve. But I've learned a few things by now that panicking only makes it worse, that trying to fix the problem usually leads to the razor's edge, that trying to power up or overcome the loss begets defensiveness and usually backfires. Instead, I'm learning to find something living to grab onto as I let go of what's crumbling beneath my hands. Sometimes it's just a feeling, like the feeling of a radiant smile and standing in the sunlight, this time, it was a vision whose edges lay out of sight, a larger purpose that remains to be seen, but well worth the wait. That feeling of dissolution, of sand running through your fingers, of the bottom dropping out, is terrible. I was never anxious as a young person, but in my 40s, anxiety got into bed with me. Only now in my 50s have I begun to feel like I'm conquering it. But here I am again, feeling the bottom dropping out and my solid ground dissolving like sand, even after I found my shining lifeline. It's funny, I went looking for photos for this post, but they all looked so nice. Emptiness is beautiful, clean, and spacious. A search for bottomless images came up with infinity symbols. La! It's actually something my last therapist, who I loved, tried to sell me, that the emptiness was a rich and fertile void. I told her, no, the void is not rich and fertile. It's fucking frightening because it precisely doesn't give birth to anything new. It eats things. Things fall into it and they dissolve and disappear. There is no rainbow after the storm, no washed clean earth or newly watered flowers. The void is empty and remains empty. Otherwise, it would be called the womb or the birthplace of creation. <laughs> In Hindu cosmology, the forces of dissolution and destruction are called tamas. Associated with Shiva, tamas is the most feared and misunderstood of the cosmic forces. I once naively chose the path of Shiva because it leads ultimately to liberation 
transcendent wisdom, and infinite joy, which is what I've always wanted. All I can say now is, be careful what you ask for, (laughs) which makes me wonder if it's time to unmake that decision. I know this cycle. I've been all the way through it before. And it's true that there is a resource that comes online once you've recovered. It is an access to timeless love and joy, to unconditional communion in the light of consciousness. But the dissolution you have to endure can't be faked or reframed or overcome with empowerment and creative visualizations. I just don't know if I have it in me to do it again.